Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Hello, happy day. I think I'm really, really happy. I am not Taylor from Southern Charm. Let's get into the messiness of Austin and Taylor. So they didn't hook up, but now they're saying they kiss, which to me means they definitely slept together. Yeah, there was a P and a V. I think there's just no other way around that. Um, it, I don't I, like it, like a drunken makeout. I just it always leads to more. Like you know, they're not in high school. This, yes, there was. There I was feel a like the rush of it all. I definitely think it got more than that, and if not all the way, at least third base, and like things happened in my opinion. So they went all they went all the way. I mm. also in that moment when Austin says they made out. I was not expecting Shep to be like so cool about it and just like, let's I, go I'm have a drink. I don't know if he's like, it was very, I'm strange. trying to, yeah. I was like trying to like put on my, you know, Google doctor psychologist hat and I was very confused. I was very, very confused. I'm like, okay, wait. <laughs> You're not only like quickly or cool about it, but you like almost, I felt like, rushed to making like at the dinner he wanted everybody okay with it it was like a bit like it was weird it was like nope we're, if i'm good everyone's good it's like well this is weird this is very bizarre even like i love how craig was like we're all just supposed to eat some fucking pheasant like this is bizarre <laughs> it's very strange i feel like he compartmentalizes and like wants to move on and clearly doesn't like to like feel his feelings so he's just like okay let's just like get back to like what we were and you're saying it's nothing more than like let's move on so it's very strange, and I think that's why he tends to also self-destruct a lot and mm. self-sabotage all his relationships because he doesn't let himself feel. So everything mm. has zero attachment to him, although he did let himself feel uh, when it came to little Craig. So he's like what- wiping his tears away. I was like, what? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Like. You're hooking up with other women immediately after you guys break up. Is it like, I don't know if it's one of those things that like, because he feels like Taylor's moved on now more. I don't know. But yeah, then like he sees her with little Craig and he's like, we used to be a happy family. Like, it's just like, oh, I, I, you need, you need some therapy shop. Like, yes, I'm, you're too a lot of inner child trauma to unpack there. He was very <laughs> much like. I don't miss being in a relationship, but I miss the closeness. Like I think little Craig in this moment, his life is the closest thing to a child. And to see that he remembered her as if like dogs don't remember people. I feel like that was a phenomenon to him. I bet he's just like, yeah, he's like so blown away, but I feel like seeing that and like, Oh my gosh, you really did connect with little Craig was something. I also want to comment. Um, I'm going to take a step back before we go into more about the party and, going on um, with everything. Austin played Taylor like a damn fiddle. So with their whole plan of like keeping this a secret, not saying anything, not put her down while she's low, like Taylor, you are so dumb. I'm sorry. If your best friend, I would have told Austin, like you're in it for yourself, sister. This is like reality TV 101. You're in it for yourself. He just played you. You did the dirty laundry and he comes out clean because he was honest to the person he's loyal to. And now you look like the bad guy. 
I will say I'm glad that Olivia saw right through it and was like, yeah, I'm having conversations with Taylor and I'm trying to talk with her and move forward with this because I care about her. Like, I don't care what you're thinking. I don't care how you feel about me. Like, I love when she's like talking to you right now makes me want to vomit. Would she say respectfully? Like that was the best at the end. Yes, respectfully, want to vomit. But it's just very much like, and I love like Paige's reaction is very much mine. Like Olivia asked you twice and she still said no. Like she could have easily been like, she asked me and I can't lie to her face. She yeah. asked me point blank. I can't lie to her face. I told her, Oops, sorry. Like, but instead you just made this worse. And now the theories and everything's going to come up and, Ooh, I can't wait till she finds out about the nude picture that was sent to Whitney. I know. Well, Patricia just like airing that out there was amazing. Um, and what she say, like, come one, come all. Like, I don't know. It's just like, oh, oh my. I just do you think it also- happened? Yes, I do think it happened. I don't know that, why, why Patricia would, would make for- that up. I know, but well, because her son's a producer on the show and that's a good little thing to drop. I mean, I just what is it about Whitney? Yeah, I also reminder everyone, Whitney and Andy Cohen are the same age. So just a reminder, same birthday, same age. So just have that in your brain, like Taylor hooking up with Andy Cohen. Just have that like in your head. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what it is. I I feel like Taylor. I mean, she. We're I'm comparing her to Rachel, but it's just like something about the validation of men, and maybe it's like. She knows she's beautiful and it's her way of whatever, but I don't know. She well, needs and then to- Taylor full on blind signs Olivia. Like the second Olivia walks in, it's like everyone's eyes. It's like so awkward. Like I get Taylor wanted to tell her face to face, but if you call her and she's like, I don't really want to talk about it with like, you, I don't want you to come over. We can just talk about it tonight. I think I would have said, I don't want to do this over the phone, but it's going to be really awkward because everyone knows something and you don't. And I, I need to tell you before you show up to this, like, dinner pheasant party whatever the fuck it is i would have told olivia over the phone i think it was really shitty she waited and then she's talking to her while everyone's around now i mean Paige gives us such an iconic moment where like austin's trying to talk i don't want to hear this and she's like will you stop how am i supposed to tell other people this story if i can't hear it like we're all thinking that but that was so shitty i mean don't even she didn't even pull her aside she was like basically like talking to her like just a little offshoot of the kitchen it was a bit much. And yes, I just feel like she's trying to save face. And did you notice that Taylor was replaying lines that Austin had told her? Like yeah. the playbook where she's like, I didn't want to kick you when you're down. Like she yeah. had rehearsed this in her head a couple of times. But I, ugh, I'm i so glad Olivia saw right through it. The Shep of it all, we, I mean, again, we're no psychologists here, but him like trying to move on while they're eating pheasant. And there's like the fight and argument going on and everyone's like wanting to listen. But Shep wants everyone to be like hunky dory. Then he moves everyone outside. It was all very bizarre. It Like weirdest fucking dinner ever. I, I also don't know why I get like I, I'm assuming he paid his friends to cook this pheasant for him and like host this dinner at their house, which it did seem like a very like very nice house. Maybe edit the guest list. I get you want everyone to be there. I think he so desperately wants to remain friends with Olivia that he'll with sorry with Taylor that he'll do anything to make it happen. And I'm guessing Taylor said, "No, please still invite Olivia. I want to talk to her. Like I need to rebuild this friendship." 
Chef need to take a step back and be like, it's going to be extremely awkward to have this many people there. And I want everyone to have a nice dinner. And then like even his speech, like we're all intrinsically good people. This It was so weird. Like I could see everyone's like just like chugging their wine. Like yeah, very. And, like eating all the like bones, like eating like a chicken wing. And I love like pages like it's just like a tennis match. I'm going like yeah. back and forth. It was a very bizarre dinner. Um, It was a very strange Maybe dinner. dinner. Dinner party from hell part. I feel like we're on part five at this point. The original being Beverly Hills, but this I'm, one is like an interesting one. Not as intense, more so with the awkwardness than yeah. the like explosion of reactions and drama. But it was it was something to be seen. Do you believe? Paige said in that episode that she felt like Shep is still in love with Taylor. Like, what do do you think he is in love with her still? Yes, but I think it's well. I don't know if in love. I think her moving on and moving on with his friend now makes him want her more. And that's how Shep is. Like once the thrill of the catch is over and he gets what he wants, like the second she was like, okay, fine, I'll quit my job and we'll go on this trip. He like dumped her within a matter of weeks. So um, I think he's, I don't know if I would say in love, but I think he is still in his head pursuing her at this point. I kind of feel like he is, I think it's more so he he's kind of like a dog where he marked his territory. This sounds horrible. I don't know that he's like in love, but it's like if I can't have you, no one else right. can. Like yeah, exactly it bothers what him. you're kind of saying. Yeah. But I, I don't know that it's that he wants to be together and have a relationship with her. Like I wouldn't go that far. So yeah. I don't think he's thinking like, oh, now I want to marry her. Like, you know, like seeing that she's gone or moved like, you know, moved on with someone. I don't think he I don't think he's like, now I'm ready to propose and all these things. But um, all right. Well, that I feel like sums up. That sums it up. We're going to take a quick ad break here. Let's make something easier for yourself and something that we try so hard as parents to look for the good, healthy, nutritious type items for our children. One thing that you can look for are vitamins. So typically children's vitamins. Vitamins are basically candy in disguise filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Hyatt was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to the variety of health issues, Hyatt is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. It includes 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. We need all the vitamins before we get into this flu season, illness season, as you all parents are familiar with. I love, I think I've mentioned this before, one, it shows up at my door. I never have to think about having to leave and go get more vitamins for my kids. They enjoy decorating the little bottle that we get. It's reusable. They look forward to it. They think it tastes great. So it's super, super easy to use. We've worked at a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to Haya health.com slash real moms. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H I Y A H E A L T H dot com slash real moms and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay. 
It's time to say goodbye to our our friends in the OC. Um, but they went out with a, a bit of a bang. But I will say, like towards the end, I was kind of like, "Oh man, I don't even know if we needed a full part two. It just seemed like all the drama really centered around mostly Shannon and Gina, and then we had a little bit of Heather and Emily. And I even I felt like the Tamara and Jen stuff, like they kind of like just squashed it so quickly that I was like, "Well, this really wasn't much of a part for it either." No, 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 no. It, it it wasn't. I will say, and I wish we saw it. I she needs to go to Jennifer School, Jennifer Aiden School of Apology. Shannon, you apologize, but there was definitely kind of a but there without her actually saying but. I do wish she would just own up to the fact that that was heinous, but not like there's no excuses. Just say you're sorry. This woman is clearly in shambles. Just fully own what you did was wrong. Yeah, I the fact that she kept trying to like defend herself and it was like, well, like trying to explain it. I yeah, you what you did was wrong. I think too, like she was very defensive of the drinking, which now knowing what we know, um tracks. I mean, we'll talk more about Trace Amigas and what she's decided there, but I think that um I just think she's in a major stage of denial. It's deflect and it's not take any accountability and it's honestly sad. It's, it's very, very sad. It's, it's horrible, but I am glad that Heather, you made a note of this, that Heather kind of stood up for her and was supportive. Like it was nice to see that from Gina, even she, Heather was more supportive in that moment than Emily and Emily and Gina, in my opinion, are closer. I agree. And I I don't know if it, maybe it was like a sense, like Heather felt like this was a really tough, like confrontation for Gina. She wanted to be there for her and also probably very thankful that, Gina had been there for Heather. Like she was the only one defending Heather during all of her confrontations in part one. Um, But yeah, it was, it was nice to see that they have a balanced friendship and that they were both there for each other uh, in this reunion. Let's talk John Jansen though. Oh my John Jansen is fucking trash. I, he, okay. So the fact that their fights can paralyze her, no one should ever say that. I would never wish that on my worst enemy. No one should experience like get in an argument with their partner significant other and then feel paralyzed but i think it's next level to ghost somebody um anytime you get in a fight number one hey, number just two, talk to her you're like you've been yes. dating her for years yes like and you're a grown-ass man you don't ghost somebody at your age sir you're way too old for that shit <laughs> no we don't ghost people especially people you're in a relationship with Two, on camera say let's take our relationship to the next level and then the following week, break up with her. You're a fame whore who's using Shannon for any clout that she has so you can get free drinks at the quiet woman. Like, this is bullshit. He is trash. It also though made me so sad because, like, you can tell it's weird. Shannon thinks so little of herself and relationships. But when all of them were, like, talking about, like, you know, we talked about your relationship, but we didn't say anything you weren't saying to us or things that weren't already on camera, like... You know, there were things that were coming up, like you were saying the fights paralyzed you. So that opened up the gates for us to talk a little bit more about the fights and what we knew about them. And Gina was like basically trying to say, like, this is our job. Like we're on the show and kind of part of our job is I don't want to say poke and prod, but like if we see something weird going on and it's being addressed, we're all going to respond to it. And then Shannon said, my job is to be Shannon Storm's Bedore. I was like, girl, you think you are like a top housewife. Like, it's weird that you have no confidence in yourself when it comes to a relationship. But on this show, you think 
Like, I think if you were to ask her if people would put her on their Mount Rushmore of housewives, she'd be like, oh, without a doubt, I'm on there. And I bet you pull people and less than 5% are putting Shannon on their Mount Rushmore. So it's just, oh. it was wild when she was like, my job is to be Shannon Storm's Bedora. I was like, I've taken off my shirt and I was 40 pounds away. I've gone, <laughs> like, I've been going through a divorce. And then like all the other women are chiming in. They're like, we all, I mean, this is part and of being on a reality TV show. She's not the first one to go through a divorce on the show. Like, no, I mean, Taylor yeah. Armstrong could have yeah. easily came in there and said, well, she wasn't there. Unfortunately, we yeah. only got like two minutes of Taylor. She could have been like, uh, my- excuse me. Yeah. Yes, pardon. Excuse me. <laughs> I think I probably could. <laughs> my domestic abuse was exposed on the show. And then my late husband, like his trigger warning, suicide was part of a season. Like, are you yes. kidding me? Like, you're acting as if because you shared a divorce that had some infidelity and you gained weight and you showed your shirt on the, sh- like, took off your shirt, showed your, you know, s- true self on the show that, like, you deserve a medal. It was, it just, it's like, this is the delusion we don't love. This is not Delulu. This is delusional. Yeah. I mean, and if you are going to be Shannon fucking Storms Bedore, then fucking start acting like it. Hold your accountability. <laughs> like, if you're going to have your alter ego flexing, let's flex. You know, let's continue to flex a <laughs> bit hard. I don't know. It's just, she's just something else. Let's talk about Tamara and Heather. What was your take on their exchange and I have a question for you about wanted your thoughts about Tamara and Andy having a little bit oh, of a moment. I, that's that is a bold move and usually one that does not work well in your favor. Um I I thought it was very like almost like fake. I don't know if they're like, hey, if we make up for the show or we act as if we want to be friends, like it guarantee I guarantees us both like a storyline. I think they like talked and were like, hey, neither one of us wants to go, neither one of us wants to be fired what can we say and do at the reunion? Like I really, it just felt odd that like they were trying to work towards being friends when I, I really didn't feel like it was genuine. And I don't think they will actually end up moving forward and being friends because of what like history repeats itself. So we've, we've seen how this goes with them before. I think it's also just interesting that after the reunion and a lot of people poked at this and hence why they don't always feel like it's genuine. So that they were the reverse, I guess, where they are friends and they do get along and they're just making shit up amongst each other. I don't know. I, I'd like to think these women aren't that smart. I do believe they're calculating, but I don't know that they're that smart to go through all of that. I'm just like, just let bygones be bygones. But when Andy brought up just like all the rumors and things of like how Tamara talks about the other women, um, especially on her podcast that she has, and she's like, shut like shut the fuck up and you know like quiet and i was just like andy's face was like whoa i i like i love when andy's stunned because i think it like just doesn't happen often in a reunion and you could tell he was like i think he was trying like to decide what to say or do in that moment and staying silent was probably the best move but i for Tamara, who's like please have me back or if you'll have me back i'm like you just basically yelled at your boss not not the brightest move from an HR perspective. Nope. 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 Not at all. But all in all, I feel like a good solid part oh, two. Gr- yes. Great season of Orange County. I have no notes. Oh, I do. I'd be remiss not to mention this, but they did talk about Shannon's drinking um, in the comment uh, that was made by Gina. She like kind of got offended and all the women it, 
kind of delicately said, like you, you do, you like call us and when you're drunk and you say all these things, like this isn't all just on Heather, like this is your doing as well. So it's just kind of crazy that 10 days later that had happened. Um, As of today, we are recording. We have still have not heard a statement from Ms. Shannon Storms Bador. She is walking her dog, Archie. She has, so we'll discuss more about Shannon and her next steps on our headlines episode. But in terms of the cast of Orange County, do you have any notes for next season? Who do you want the whole cast back? Like, what are your thoughts as the OC expert between us? Ooh, the, um, yeah. What do I say? The, um, I basically like have titled myself OC expert. Um, I only reason why I would be open to a cast shift would be if Shannon truly is getting help, um, which I actually hope she does. Um, and if that happens, then I I would think she wouldn't be on the show. But I don't know if we need, I don't think she necessarily needs to be replaced. I don't think Vicky needs to be full on friend of. I think the sprinkles of Vicky that we had were so perfect and it made everybody love Vicky. I think sometimes when you have too much of Vicky, she can become a little bit more polarizing and not. For the most part, I felt like people really liked her. When I saw negative comments, it was referencing back to things she had done in the past. When I look at just evaluating this season for Vicky, it was a good season for her. So I would say I don't want any changes or, or shakeups other than uh, if Shannon actually gets help. What about you? I'm with you on that. I'm good with the cast. I do feel like Jen gives me more friend of. I would almost give Taylor a full orange, but I also think she did a great job as friend of. I All in all, I think the cast is great. There's always the question. Uh, you and I kind of go back and forth on whether or not Heather would want to come back. Yeah, I I don't know. I could see I could see how they're not coming back, but she was referencing don't worry girls, there's a better house being built as if like she's planning on showing it to everyone. Yeah. So, I don't know. We will see what happens. Uh there, but let us know your thoughts. We'll do a poll. I'll do a poll on whether or not you enjoyed this season of Orange County. So, we will see what the people have to say and the people have lots of things to say about our podcast by leaving us reviews. We've hit 900. We're 100 away from our goal. So what are you doing? Do your part. Don't be Mary M. Cosby. Give us five stars. Take a second to leave us a written review. Thank you to Kate's mom, um, to who most recently left us a review. Um, congratulations on being a new mama. We really appreciate your support. We would like to get to that 100 um, more, what 1K goal. We're getting so close. BravoCon is almost here. So please give us lots to celebrate about. And last thing, you know what? You can decide if you want to have a good day or not, right? So make it a good day or not. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.